0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. That's right, that's it's right. It's going to be us. We can drink and talk shit as much as we want. Nobody say anything to it. D.L. Hughley, Uncut. Hey, now, welcome to D.L. Uncut. Uh, D.L. Hughley, Uncut. I, am of course, am uh, D.L. Hughley. I'm Jasmine Sanders. And I am Jeff Brown. It is uh, it's interesting because this is the, a year anniversary of the, of the pandemic. Um, there were a lot of things that about the pandemic. Obviously, the deaths, um, the unemployment, the damage, the carnage are uh, things we'll never forget. Good things, I think, came out of the pandemic. I think um, the finally people got getting to see how uh, our systemic biases have affected us sure. in all kinds of ways, right? Mm-hmm um I think that uh you know, no traffic was dope for a while. Super yeah, That was great. Wasn't it? Um, those those menus, where you take it with your camera, and you ain't got to add no stupid ass waitress to hurry up and get your menu. You ain't got to do that no more. <laughs> and we were born of the ca- we were born of the pandemic. This show was born of the pandemic. One of our things uh that we we were willing to do a live TV show when no one else <laughs> would. So, yeah. and we got COVID doing it. So, yeah. well, that's kind of <laughs> how it, it took happened. the first six. <laughs> We did. We <laughs> that's did. Kind of how it happened. Um. It's, it's very interesting because, you know, a, a year later now, I guess I, I read recently where now there have been more people vaccinated than ever got the vaccine, I mean, than ever got the uh, the virus. Um, and it does look like, I don't, you know, I don't want to be uh, presumptuous, but it looks like we're definitely kind of moving in the right direction
1: we are i think uh we still have a long way to go especially when it comes to the minority community we're still right. lagging behind uh unfortunately why, why do you think that is- i think it's because of the mistrust that we have in yeah. the federal government yeah. i think uh the mistrust that we have uh in any type of authority actually because we feel they don't have our best interest at heart
0: well they never if, if they do it will be a fir- the first time in history sure. So it's it's a very it's a very new relationship. Yeah. It's almost like uh, we're like you you ever had a a puppy or, or, you know, like a a pet that was abused. And every time you do something, you could be going to give it water. And it's like, oh, yes.
1: Yeah. And I think also when you look at the optics of it, right, because if you're already in a situation where most black people don't trust the vaccine as well as the test. And then you see a lot of these places that are popping up. So you want me to show up, go to this tent. Stand outside, you know, and, and there's no yeah. air conditioning, there's just a fan, and it doesn't look so, you know, clinical,
0: and take a shot? Yeah. Nah, yeah. I'm going to pass that. Last time niggas showed up at this, we got sold in <laughs> It just we doesn't want, look got, good. That backs that, up <laughs> his point about the, the puppy-master relationship. In that new relationship, who is it on to foster the security, the puppy or the new master? Well, I, th- I think you're absolutely right, but... Um, you, you, I guess Biden's dog just started biting the shit out of people.
1: Yeah, just, and both of them had to
0: right. go. <laughs> One of them was like, nigga, I just do right. I don't like it. I didn't do anything.
1: Now they're talking to his trainer, and the trainer's like, I'm going to get these dogs in line yeah, so they can right. get it back to the White well, House. Yeah,
0: well, I got a dog like that. Come over and talk to Charlie in a minute. <laughs> I um, feel bad about Meghan, uh, and Harry. Um, I feel bad about her treatment, but part of me... Um, can't help but wonder what did you th- like you know all the royal family like most of us grow up and our parents tell us, you ain't better than nobody else they grew up and believe they were of course they believe to say they got when they're kings of england they believe that they were born to lead and be royal and they're better than everybody else they ascended from gods and deities and when people say uh like the white people from here came from there, yes. and they were so terrible to those white people. They came here. If terror, if terror could be put in ships, they are the family right. on the biggest. So what ship. did you think? Absolutely. What did you think? I mean, I know. I mean, I just it's hard for me to feel somebody, for, sorry, for, sorry for somebody that lived in a castle. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but you know, I really believe that she thought because Harry is far more progressive than
0: William. Yeah. Right,
1: and I think she thought he's gonna protect me, they're going to protect him,
0: and all of it was alive. She was in suits, she came from a knight in a suit of armor, it's not the same thing. Mm -mm. I would, let let me, if if it's, It's I would be protective. Like, I know what it's like to date royalty. Once I went on a date, with the heiress of the pink moisturizer family. Let me oh, tell you wow, something. Wow, that's big. And they. That
1: was so different. Yeah, that's big. <laughs> and yeah, and so they different.
0: were so protective of that formula, Jack. Let me tell you something. Lots of curl activated for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: and I, I mean, I think also though, there was a point that was made about, you know, well, her relationship with the queen and Harry's relationship with the queen. But my thing was, if your relationship was so great and the queen protected Andrew, but didn't protect you.
0: Well, or the baby Andrew that speaks volumes
1: is, about the relationship you
0: thought you had. Andrew wow. didn't bring home a black baby. Yeah, but he brought home babies. Yeah, yeah, but they were. But guess what? They were a Sir Hugh,
1: and he was hugging them. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: I, I just, I think that I have a new grandbaby who I yes. adore. Now, um, one of the things is you always look for the parts of that baby that, that look you. like you, mm-hmm. right? Sure. So so, I think that it's probably difficult for somebody to see themselves.
2: Yeah, but and, now,
0: and, in all
1: honesty, let's look at the baby. The baby don't look a whole lot like uh, her side of the
0: family. Yeah, you know what? Because he ain't hit that son. He ain't hit that LA son <laughs> now.
1: When he turns five, he might <laughs> yeah, be different. Right, right, right. But right, right. right. right now, he looks a yeah. lot yeah. like Harry. It's,
0: mm-hmm. it's, it ain't Archie. It's Prince DeAndre. <laughs> right here. Wait till he races cousins <laughs> outside. Hey, do you, do you, this is what's disturbing to me, like. Um, it went when you leave england uh and come to america to escape racism that is they wow. fucked up their sport jake wow i mean i know <laughs> it went from the uk to UKKK. <laughs> <laughs> but i just i don't feel bad for like he, she, she i love that he loves her and he gave up his his his, his potential Well, he was never going to get the crown he was never going to get the crown so he gave up you know his connection financial connection to your royal. Well just family. the
1: royal family period. Yes.
0: And uh and and I cuz I know for me as much as I, I I love my family, if I were at risk of you losing even the potential of being a king, fuck them niggas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, <laughs> fuck them. I love Tyler, I love I love the kids, but the, yeah, you could lose your crown. Bye niggas. Okay. See you later. I believe DJ Quick has <laughs> a song that covers this. <laughs> Man, you don't gotta, <laughs> you don't get the fuck out of my castle. Well, again, if
1: you look at Harry, he was always different. He He was was. always sort sort of the black sheep of the family. He was, and I think maybe because he knew he'd never be king. So if you think about it, every every piece of footage that we ever saw of him, he was always in Africa. He was always dancing with the ladies. He was was different. He was
0: with the He was with the spear checkers. Okay, (laughs) he he was he was with the spear (laughs) checkers. How honest are we being? How honest are we being? (laughs) He's the only member of the royal family can hurl a spear. I know that shit. (laughs) And let me tell you that I, I respect that man because he gave nigga I could be the heir to White Castle if I had time you <laughs> if you love me you get bitch if you don't get out my house if you don't get out of my house and take the scent of oily fries off you and get the fuck out of my castle. yeah you. I, I, he, cause he lived in the castle he, I'm he the lived wrong in a person. castle never drove a car like it was just you know royalty Man, I mean I love you I mean I'm, she's a beautiful woman yeah. beautiful woman and love is love but you know, nigga. My daddy yeah. if, I, two, if my daddy owned three liquor stores, I can't do it. If yeah. I was a producer on a Prince album, I'm not yeah. talking to nobody. Right. Not talking, God damn, my. Yeah. Are you crazy? And you
1: had to move here and live in another man's house. Yeah, I want
0: you to. Tyler Perry house a lot. Yeah. You, you in the You went from the Queens house to the house my dear built. Look you here. your goddamn my. That's how good Blackberry <laughs> pie <laughs> is, bro. That's how good <laughs> the, the fuck pie out of here. is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Welcome back to DL Uncut. Our next guest is five-time Grammy award-winning artist. Her song, Show Me Your Soul, from the documentary Mr. Soul, made Oscars best original song. Please welcome Layla Hathaway. Hey, now. Hey. Ain't you
0: tired of winning all these goddamn Oscars? No, she's not. I mean, all these Grammys. Wait, 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 wait.
3: First, we're not up for an Oscar.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then but I like the way
3: you put that into the... Yeah. You, guys, you have to. Guys. Prophesy, prophesy, prophesy. So uh,
0: you, uh, where do you keep all your Grammys at? Where do you where do you keep them at?
3: Um, Some of them are in a box. Some
1: of them are in a in box.
3: box. Not on display in <laughs> the right. living room? No, because I moved at the top of the pandemic, and I have still not unpacked anything. That would have um, been the first so, thing
0: I unpacked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that wouldn't even have a bed.
3: Well, I got two of them out in the house just oh, yeah. so I can remember... <laughs>
0: but the rest of it You that I know three people who i I think of uh three one was Charlie Murphy, one was Natalie Cole, and the other is you who who had these iconic uh, you know people that they they were in this sphere, be it their brother or their father's, and they crafted their own way that was distinctly different than those luminaries who preceded them and I, that, wow. that that takes a lot but I remember. Uh, Eddie, Charlie Murphy had Eddie Murphy of course Natalie Cole had, had Nat and you had Downy Hathaway and the thing about it is I never got the sense from either either one of you unfortunately two of them are not here but that they were struggling to be anything other than who they were but they obviously were impacted uh, by the things that the, the people that preceded them so they yeah. they, they but to, to be able to do something like that I thought I've only known three people to be able to do that
3: that's amazing and I I, I appreciate that and I'm honored by that. And I'm somewhat honored by it because you included Charlie Murphy, because he's like one of my favorite comedians of all time. And <laughs> yeah. I see music and comedy are, are so same similar. Thing. And so yeah. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's, it's so nice to be thought of in the same breath as such a legend. It's so nice that I've been able to figure out my path without worrying about who I come from or where I come from. I was just able to become myself.
0: That says a lot about you because I think most people would be either intimidated, you know, and want to kind of emulate it or just, uh, you know, have a disdain for it. Uh, but you just hit it right in the pocket. Was was that always the case? Because it had to be some moments. You you were very uh, well aware that you want the, the daughter of one of the greatest male vocalists of all time. So you can't be Oh, yeah. The, I... the, great,
3: the yeah. greatest. Okay. As <laughs> as yeah. As yeah. Correction. As far as To be the daughter of a father is different, you know. I know a lot of uh, women who have famous moms that are in various industries, you know, and lauded in their fields. And I think it might be, it might have been different had I been a boy, had I been born male, they would have named me Donnie Hathaway and I would have been trying to sing and that would have gone horribly wrong. Right, right. So the fact that I'm a woman and can follow my own path and I can walk right alongside him, I think makes it good.
0: Is it is it tougher because around the holidays it's all Donnie Hathaway for like for a month two months at a time it's all Donny Hathaway it's all that like yeah. it, like it ain't even Christmas till I hear, hear hear Donny Hathaway it's Christmas that's right
3: is it uh, tough no it's it's gorgeous it's you know how like when regular when when your grandma dies she would just be dead. <laughs> oh, dear,
0: <man. laughs> I mean, know I mean, Well, you know, what? Well, you know I mean,
2: what? It is you're what it is.
1: You're a great <laughs> jazz, but like you'll damn, never... You know, your granddad <laughs> and grandma just be gone. You'll never dance. get a job at Hallmark. I know that. You know, that bitch is gone.
0: She gone. <laughs> she was evil anyway.
3: <laughs> There's something about, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a double-edged sword because my father is never gone, particularly um, because of what I do. But it's a beautiful thing to have his voice and to have that countenance right with you. You know,
0: is jazz gone? Is jazz gone? Uh-huh. Gone where? I mean, it, it, it doesn't enjoy the set. Sa- I don't. I think jazz and comedy are two American art forms that I don't think I agree. get the appreciation that that it deserves. And I, I think agree. that to be appreciated, like something I, I always heard about jazz is that a prophet has no honor amongst its own. So like oftentimes you're more popular, you're more popular in other parts of the world than here. It's birthplace or in death or in death. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I don't, it's,
3: it's, because, it's because jazz and comedy in a way, in my mind are super black art forms, and, and until we begin to teach them as history and as storytelling like they actually are, um, they're not going to have that kind of respect.
0: Ah, so you think that its viability is rooted in the ability to teach it uh, as, uh, as a part of history and, and instead of just a specifically an art form, but how it narrates and, and informs where we've been and where we're going?
3: Yeah, that's the, that's the deal with black music, I think. You know, so much of it is from the field. So much of the music that people enjoy all around the world is informed by, like, the Black American experience, really. Um, To be able to teach that is the history of Black America and, therefore, the history of America. We're not really ready for that yet. Right, right. Um, But it's important to me. That It's as important to me, Black comedy, Black art, Black music, as important as arithmetic, English, all of that
0: you uh you have jazz for nerds right like it's a it's a it's...
3: jazz nerds
0: what is <laughs> because... <laughs> because... <laughs> i love jazz and i love the candy so it's almost the same thing um there you go. Jazz what, jazz is, what is what is what is a jazz nerd
3: a jazz nerd is a a person like me that has kind of a an understanding of music and an understanding of jazz and who is nerdy it's really simple some of the people i'm aligned with like I don't know if you know Robert Glasper. or Of
0: course I know Robert Glasper.
3: I mean, how nerdy can you actually actually be and into jazz? Uh, we have a podcast, and we just started um, recording these podcasts, and we did some for the Winter Jazz Festival, and, and I was able to talk to some people, and Terrace Martin and uh, Amber Navrin, about, about jazz and about being in this industry as a musician. Sometimes the music part of you, and the industry part of you don't meet right um, uh, but it's important to talk about it and particularly for people that are into it it's nice to have conversations real conversations about music
0: you know yeah, it was interesting as jazz and nerd I would I those just don't kind of blend because the quint they're most,
3: super the same thing
0: <laughs> I, I'm t- the most cool dude I've ever seen to date is Miles Davis the most he's the yeah, most totally. quintessentially cool if you called him nerd, he would stab you with his fucking horn. But,
3: uh, <laughs> but, but I bet you he was a nerd. You,
0: you think so? Now I'm yeah, I'm, I'm actually a nerd, so now I take heart. And you tell yeah, me, Yeah, <laughs> I think that
3: Miles, I think that there was a part of Miles that was a nerd. I mean, he came, he was educated, he understood his craft. You know what I mean? Each decade that he lived,
0: yeah, he he went he to performing arts school. school. Yeah, he, he went. Yeah. To
3: performing arts school. Yeah, I yeah. mean, Kirby Hancock. He's like one of the biggest nerds I know.
0: Who do you, uh? so is, is you, you listen to all kinds of music, classical, uh, what, what is your favorite, like when you're not, when you're trying to just mellow out, what do you listen to the most?
3: It depends on the mood I'm in. It's hard. Um, I have so much music and, and uh, love so much music, it's hard. Some days I'm chilling out and I want to hear yacht rock. I want to hear soft rock from the 70s, Ambrosia, Doody Brothers. Uh, there's some... Days when I'm chilling out and I really want to listen to classical music, I really uh, love Debussy. There's sometimes I'm chilling out and I really want to hear deep soul like Sam and Dave and Luther, and it just depends on my mood.
0: I, I'm always interested because I think music, love, math, and laughter are universal languages. Like I, I've never met any person that said they didn't like music. They might not like your kind of music or my kind of music. You can't. It's impossible for you not to like music. It's yeah. impossible for you for you not to like to laugh. It's impossible for you like to like to be in love. Um, so you, you did you re- say math too? Math, uh, math is a universal language. Like it's finite
3: you're a nerd you tell <laughs> me y'all facts right now
0: Nerdly. Nerdy. No. <laughs> that's not that i'm so goddamn cool i just i don't want to sh- outshine no goddamn body that's why i'm like <laughs> this. Cool. i, I hold it in <laughs> but it is math is, a, math is very it's, it's a universal language it, it, it like and, and music and math are
3: very same very thing
0: amazing. same thing yeah. and and there has to be when you say nerd i get it because there's an intellectual component that's specific to great musicians and great artists. And I think to be a great jazz artist, there's no doubt you have to be a great musician. It's, 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 well, you can't. To,
3: be, to be a great artist, period. To be, to be a great rapper, you got to read and write. You know, to be a good artist. Listen, when I'm listening to Kendrick Lamar or DJ Quick, right. or Big, I know that they understood how to interpret a story and give it back to you. And that right. takes fine.
0: Right. That well, uh, jazz has a, a a demand and a specificity, uh, and 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 it, well, they're, they're in order. They they're able to improvise because they're so ingrained. They know exactly what they're doing, so they don't have to. They they know all the basics backwards and forwards. Do back. They don't have to. But the the thing I I, it's interesting because you're in a phase right now where jazz doesn't have the resonance that one did, but you find are finding a way to connect to an audience. Like, you're like Alexander Graham Bell to to admit the telephone. He had to want to talk to people that weren't even there. (laughs) Like, they don't even know they like jazz. They don't even know. Do you feel a burden? Do you feel like to connect what could be to what was, you feel like you're kind of that bridge?
3: I do. I don't feel a burden about it, but I definitely feel like, you know, I see people do these things where they have old school, new school. Right. I feel like I I am both old school and new school. I feel like I am just school. So it is, it's inherent in what I do to uh to pay homage or write that love letter to that thing that came before me that I'm able to stand on top of and make something with and then to give it to someone in the future just like it was given to me and that's really important. That's how that's how you learn farsi. That's right. how you learn you know, this is this is how you teach language. Right. And that's history. That's really important to me.
0: You you have five Grammys so far and it looks like you have for a couple more. There has to be a way do you know that when you're doing something Oh, these motherfuckers gonna love this. Do you do you think that? Do you ever like? Because <laughs> <laughs> if you can put Grammys in a box, which is already a song, I think you should write that. But uh, okay, could... okay, okay. <laughs> Only
3: one time have I ever had a performance, and I thought, oh, and that was that snarky puppy uh, performance. Wow. Um, I knew I felt like that was special. I knew that was special because it was. Six minutes of information and then that weird thing that I do and then more information. I thought, oh wow, regardless of anything, I know that I wasn't even present for this. This was great. This was, Mm. I was a channel for something great to come through.
1: What about the opposite? Have you ever done something that you thought was like, well, it's all right. And then people were like, oh my God.
0: She said, only this show. Like, this is is no PBS. This This is no Charlie Rose nigga. No, all the time. I feel
3: like, you know. There's some nights I feel like uh, I could have done better. And people are like, oh, it was great. And I suffer from a little bit of uh, imposter syndrome sometimes. but I
0: really know exactly about- what you're talking about. Exactly. You
3: know yeah. what I mean? I exactly. You, are, the-
0: you have a Donny Hathaway collection, the purple vinyl. What is that all about?
3: That's that, that's the re-release of Donny Hathaway. And the, the vinyl, um, the label was like, why do we make it purple? It's really royal. It's really regal. And I thought it was so beautiful, and I have a record player now, so I'm excited because you know, was kind
0: of. It, of it, it's weird because I was I was in a place, I was I was gigging in, in Austin. I stayed in a place called the Otis, and they had record players in the rooms. I think I told you this yesterday, and it was Donny Hathaway album. Oh, that's so. Yeah, awesome. it was Otis Redding, Donny Hathaway, Prince. And uh, one other black dude, because everybody was white, so I had to play. <laughs> to, to be so indelible that they're going actually back in time. Your father was so indelible that they're going. That his homage is, is is presenting him in his original form. Like like it's not they're not gonna re, they're gonna put it present him in his original form. That I think that's quintessentially resonant. That's got to make you very proud. It, it
3: does. I'm honored, and you know. What I do is every day just try to show up and kill it like he did, and represent both of my parents. And I always say that he was here in a very small way so that I could get here, and I'm here in a big way so that he can stay here. It's a cycle. And That's
0: dope. That's dope. Did you? Do you? You parents. have? How old were you when he when he passed? How old were you? Two or ten? Do you remember a lot about him? Because it's the funniest thing to me is I, my, I lost my father three years ago, and I'm having a hard time remembering his face or his voice mm-hmm. or uh it's really and that's three years so that's really
3: that will change i think that will change how do you Um, how do you
0: how do you keep connected to him because that's a very young you're very young and that's a very long amount of time and he's been gone and and you've been having to make it on your own for a while so how how do you keep him here
3: you know the, the music i don't even have to worry about it he's he's as close as my ears and my mouth he's as close as me wanting to make that sound and listen to that sound. So I'm very lucky, you know, because I really miss my grandma and I don't remember the sound of her voice, you know what I'm saying? So um, my dad's voice, I hear it somewhere every day almost, and I hear it when I'm talking or singing
0: Yeah, see, but but I think the song she pitched at the beginning, You Don't Remember Your Dead Grandmama, that to me is dead (laughs) grandma. That's the winner. (laughs) Stick with that one, Lester. It's dead grandma's song. uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think, uh, I mean, it isn't the same kind. It doesn't have the cadence of uh, this Christmas, but dead grandmama's song is a hit. But it's good. It's good. <laughs> um, 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 so uh, you, you're looking for? Are you looking forward to the Grammys? I should say. Are you looking forward to it? Yeah,
3: I'm looking forward to the Grammys. I'm interested to see how they're going to do it. They 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 never disappoint. Um, it's going to be interesting to to watch it unfold in this sort of almost post. I'm gonna I'm gonna say almost post COVID way. Right. Almost. Um, yeah. Yeah. Depl-
0: yeah let's hope. To let's hope.
3: To yeah, I'm I'm hoping and praying. I'm hoping. And are praying. you ready to
0: get back to the road? Ready to get back?
3: Oh, this is the longest time I haven't worked since
0: like the, the early.
1: It is horrible. Yeah, I mean what, the pandemic yeah. has affected people in so many different ways. Right. How has it affected you? I mean, I've been just
3: it. It mostly looks like this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> just
0: looking around. And now she's writing the dead grandmama yeah. song. That's how I look when that happened. What are my dead grandma <laughs> doing? I miss. I miss my band. I miss the
3: conversations with the audience. I even miss sound check, which is my most hated part yep. of the day. I will never. Yep. Take it for granted
0: again. You know um, what? I it, miss
3: being out and see people.
0: It's it's almost like for me, it is almost like I've lost myself. Like I'm unfamiliar with who I am because I I was a thing for so long. I, like I'm I, I never am home. Like home feels like a vacation when true. I get here. So, but but nobody. It's like being in Hawaii and hell at the same time. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's, he's on there's a, mistake, a new song. Hawaii <laughs> <laughs> and hell and your grandmama gone. Um, um, and I and and I think I'll be better. Like I think I'll be. I know I'll be different when I, we hit the road, like for real, and are able to go. Are you to... back on the
3: road at all?
0: I am, but 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 it feels different because it's half rooms,
3: right?
0: Um um. So it, it feels they're they're scared the whole time, and it feels like a testament, testimony to how, how far you have. Half rooms usually when we grow up. that mean, you ain't shit. If <laughs> you still set <laughs> a half room thirty years in, right. so it feels different but i'm it, it, it i'm I'm getting to know more of the things that I believe from an artistic are you you think you'll be different when you go back
3: i it's hard to say I was literally watching you the other night uh King's comedy all y'all and I was thinking I wonder if we will return to you know booms with ten twenty thousand people in them I don't generally play booms that big but to even go into a room of 500 people, I just wonder what it's going to look like. I think my first probably 10 shows, I'm just going to be crying with a snot bubble in my
0: nose. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I can't wait to figure out whatever it's going to be because I'm ready to do my thing. That's, that's kind of how I relate to the world. That's my drug. And I... And I'm sober
0: right now, and it's kind of a drag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I envy you. <laughs> I envy you. <laughs> that won't be on my album, Sober Right Now. I mean, <laughs> hey, <laughs> good luck on your 9,000 Grammys. <laughs> and your and your new hit, Grandmama's Dead. Get yeah. over it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, <baby>. Layla. <laughs> Thank you, baby. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
1: back to DL Uncut. It's time to find out what you need to know. Here's Sybil. Hey Sybil. Oh. Hey Sybil. Like a necklace girl.
2: Thank you darling. I love everything about your look Jasmine. Yes. Um, oh and you too DL. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to talk about this what? COVID vaccine. Are you, have you all made a decision whether you're going to get the shot We or took or it. We've it, already gotten the first got shot. We got
0: the vaccine.
2: You did. Yes. Okay Good. Um, because we really need to encourage our people to get this vaccine, how very important it is, how we can start to get on with our lives and, and be a part of regular life again, whatever regular and normal life looks like post-COVID. But it's uh, we are having a lot of people who are distrusting this vaccine, as you know, uh, whether it's the Johnson & Johnson brand and whatever issues you have with that, um, or just the vaccine itself. And of course, historically, we have good reason to, of course, yeah, with yeah, the Tuskegee course, course. experiment and, and things like that. Even in terms of uh, distrust with the uh, the important hospitals like Johns Hopkins and what they have done with people in the past. So, uh, and and I know this is your favorite, but invoking National Women's History Month, EDL, we're going to pay salute to black women who have paved the way in making this vaccine possible. I love black Uh, women. What do you mean? All my (laughs) mistresses have been black. What are you saying? Don't be silly. (laughs) So we want to uh, give a real good tribute, a big tribute, a big hurrah, and congratulations to Dr. Kizmekia Corbett. She, of course, is the immunologist who was the lead in the research for and, and in bringing the Moderna vaccine to us. Uh, this young woman, young woman, is uh, showing us and showing our young girls and young boys about the importance of their, their participation in this horrible disease and, and eradicating it. And second want to give a tribute to Nurse Sandra Lindsay. She was the first person, the very first person to take the vaccine. And she said she wanted to make an impression. She wanted to lead by example to people who look like her. This is so important and we have to get past all of these other things that are are holding us back because our good health and being able to get back to our lives, to hug people again, to go out and hang out and smoke cigars and have drinks with the girls and things like that. That's really important. You never did that with me,
0: David. it. You not <laughs> <laughs> What the hell?
2: It's still important. Right. During National uh, Women's History Month, we can do that, DL, if, if I get the vaccine as well. But I want people to really understand the importance and really to pay tribute to these women who have paved the way and leading by example on, on how this vaccine should be used and, and how we can get rid of this disease. You know what's interesting? And,
0: My mother said, I bought you in this world, I'll take you out. And this young woman who invented the vaccine said, "And she do, I'll make a vaccine for it." That's <laughs> like, that's that's you know what? We're
3: looking for-